Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Better by 50. I am your host, Mike Morse. I want to thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode. I want to start out um, with a quote that I picked up from Diamond Dallas Page this week during the introductory uh, phase or video of week five on the Diamond Dallas Page Yoga uh, program. Um, And he stated, life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. This statement was very powerful to me because it kind of plays into our previous episodes of accountability, consistency, and what eventually is going to be today's topic of motivation. We as humans can control the majority of what happens to us and and how we react to it. But that small percentage, as Dallas Page stated, which, you know, 10% what happens to us, um, and then the 90% is how you react to it, basically. And, and why I found that so powerful is because we do control the three pillars of any journey that we're on, you know, which I think are accountability, consistency, and motivation. These are three areas in our lives that we can control, which will help us propel ourselves to meeting our goals and surpassing them, breaking through roadblocks that may come up, making sure that we are staying true to ourselves. So again, that, that, quote from Diamond Dallas Page was, and I'd like you to all think about this and kind of send me messages of your thoughts on this particular quote. It reads, life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to that. So think about it. Do you react to those small pieces of your life in a positive way to propel you forward? I know that Prior to starting this podcast and prior to starting my journey four weeks ago of dieting and exercising regularly, um, no, I let those little things affect me negatively because I reacted negatively. But with a little bit of change in mindset and a little bit of change in behavior, I've started to react positively to those negative items or negative pieces of my life that come up. And it's been a tremendous feeling and it's allowed me to stay focused um, on remaining accountable, being consistent and staying motivated, which for me, again, are three pillars of foundation for any journey that you're on, whether it's professional, personal, weight loss, healthy eating, whatever your journey is, those three topics of accountability, consistency, and motivation are the pillars that we all stand on, um, on our, on our personal journeys. So this week's episode is going to be, uh, focus on motivation Um, And as I've done the previous two episodes, I do have a definition, actually two of them this week, um, which define motivation. The first is the reason or reasons one has for acting or behaving in a particular way. 
The second definition reads, the general desire or willingness of someone to do something. So do you have the desire to focus on tracking your food? Do you have the desire to set a fitness plan, whether it be running, walking, yoga, weight training, CrossFit, whatever your genre of exercise or uh, fitness is, do you have the desire to do it? Um, And what have you put in place to make sure that you stay motivated to continue along that path? I'm going to go into what makes me feel that way or makes me remain motivated um, a little bit uh, a little bit down the road on tonight's on today's show. Um, but I was reading an article from I think men's health and it's five keys to motivating better health. And I think these stuck with me because a lot of them make sense. Uh, the first one is give yourself time. Anybody on any type of personal or professional journey knows that you're not going to get results overnight. You have to put in the work. And it's certainly 100% without a doubt, there are going to be good days. And then there are going to be bad days. And deep down inside, it's how you react to those bad days that are going to help you remain motivated in moving forward on your personal journey. Number two is thinking about what motivates you and why. Figure out what motivates you. Does having a specific you know, uh, um, goal in your career, I want to be vice president of XYZ company. Does, is that what motivates you? Or is it, I want to save enough money to go on XYZ vacation. I want to lose a hundred pounds because I want to be healthier. You know, what's going to motivate you to get to those goals and why? Why is this particular thing what motivates you? Create your mantra, both short term and long term. For me, my mantra is the same. It's the name of the podcast, Better by 50. My mantra is to be better and healthier by the time I turn 50. That is through eating better, through eating healthy, diet and exercise, and also changing my mindset and not being miserable all the time or trying to stay out of depressive states. These are things um, that we, again, can control and, and it's how we react to those things that is what's going to help us remain motivated and be successful. Start tracking what you eat and your exercise. These can be done in a journal, whether it be a paper journal where you physically write down the the um, what you eat and your exercises. It can be on an app, whether it's My Fitness Pal or uh, whatever Weight Watchers, whatever app you use, um, or it could be that you just Keep a digest or a journal in your computer on a Microsoft Word program. Um, So these are 
this is very key in being successful. And I've talked about it in uh, the previous two episodes of how important it is to me and how it keeps me accountable, consistent, and also, believe it or not, motivated as I see the scale changing and my clothes fitting differently. So certainly a key part of motivation. Um, And then five is finding your support, whether that support is with a group, an individual, a friend, a coworker, a loved one. Find and create a support system that is going to help you when you hit a wall or you hit that roadblock or you experience a setback. For example, I have a group of friends that I have connected with on my fitness pal. We are there to help motivate each of us by making sure that we're logging into the app every day. We're logging our foods. We're logging our exercise. Um, and then I have the support of my family. You know, my wife and I eat the same thing for lunch. We both have salads every day with some chicken and, you know, the vegetables. And, and she is doing that in order to support me and to make sure that I continue on my goals as well as, you know, kind of changing her mindset as well. But that is her way of supporting me. And um, I, I think it's important that we all have a support system in place that's going to um, help us maintain the three pillars, as I talked about, in accountability, consistency, and motivation. And that is a big part of it for me. Um, so what motivates me as an individual? One, I want to be healthier. So that is a big part of what motivates me. I want to be around to see um, old age. You know, I've had some family members that unfortunately have passed early. I've had some family members that lived into their 90s. Um, so for me, I, that is a key piece. And, and, and also the elimination of my chronic pain. For example, I've had back surgeries. I've had multiple knee injuries. I've had ankle injuries. You name it, broken bones, um, ligaments, twisty twists, turns, you know, swelling, whatever, whatever it is, um, I've had it. And to eliminate that pain and eliminate swelling and, and all of these things that come with getting older and healing from injuries, um, taking longer to do so has kind of motivated me to eat healthier and exercise and um, look at my overall long-term health and how I want to feel at the age of 50, at the age of 55, at the age of 60, 65, and so on. So that's a big piece of motivation for me. Um, The second piece, I think I've mentioned it a couple times on previous shows, is my family. I want to be around to see my daughters get married Um, I want to be around to be a grandparent to my grandchildren Um, when they come. I do have one on the way. Hopefully, I'll have more in the future. Um, And then, most of all, I want to be able to grow old and enjoy retirement with my wife. We work so hard for the things that we have today. It seems like it would be unfair to her if I didn't take care of myself 
so that we could enjoy the fruits of our labor, so to speak, in retirement, whether it be in Maine or in Florida or just living the rest of our lives here in, in our hometown in the house that we built together. Um, so that's a very, very, very big piece of my motivation. Um, and then setting short-term goals um, in addition to long-term goals. For example, short-term goal could very easily be I'm going to exercise in the next 30 days, I'm going to exercise 15 days out of that 30. If you exercise 15 days out of the next month, that's great. You've hit your goal and you've stayed motivated. You set that goal. For me, um, it's a big piece. Like, for example, we're going to talk in a little bit about my results, the four-week results that I've had. And I came just a little bit short um, of meeting my first short-term goal, which I'm glad I'm hopefully going to hit next week. But um, I think it's very important that you set goals. Long, My long-term goal is I want to be better by 50. I want to hit 220 pounds. That's the number my doctor said that I could live healthy at and, and eliminate some of my um, health issues, like potentially becoming a diabetic or lowering my blood, high blood pressure. These are things that he feels if I drop my weight are going to be beneficial. Um, and I know that this is a long journey because I still have, you know, 100 plus pounds to go before I hit that number. But I'm willing to take this journey to ensure my long term health and enjoy my life with my family. Um, so now we're going to go ahead. It's to the point of the week where we're going to kind of break down my numbers. Um, and we're going to talk in, uh, terms of, you know, my goal still the same calorie intake of roughly $1,500, $1,500, ha, 15 calories per day. I wish it was $1,500 per day. Uh, but my caloric intake goal of $1,500, pounds, uh, no, 1500 calories, um, per week. Um, and this week I averaged, uh, 1501 per day. So I stayed right at my personal goal of 1500 calories per day. Um, again, I did not feel hungry. I did not feel unsatisfied. I felt as though the foods I was putting in my body and the amount of food I was putting in helped me maintain a, satisfaction where I didn't need to snack or overeat or go back for seconds at lunch or dinner or even breakfast. So I'm very um, thankful for that. And, you know, it was a good week. You know, I still am struggling with getting my um, my macros in check. Um, my carb, again, these are the goals, my carbs, 20% daily, um, and weekly 35% fat, 45% protein, um, where I averaged, uh, was about 15% carbs. So I was down 5% from my goal, which is good. You know, staying under that goal, my fat was at 52%, which is about 17% higher than where my goal is. Um, and then protein, um, I did finally uh, find a way to increase my protein a little bit. It's still a little off, but it's at twelve um, at thirty three percent, still minus twelve from where I want it to be. So I wanna I wanna be able to balance that protein, that lean protein, 
um, fat and carbohydrates, and I'm working towards it. I haven't quite gotten where I want to be, but I'm heading in the right direction. And that's really what progress is when you're on a when you're on any type of journey, whether it's uh, professional or personal. In this case, for me, it's a weight loss journey. I'm progressing towards meeting the goals that were set. Um, on a weekly basis and a daily basis. Some days I hit them exactly. Some days I was a little off. Some days I was right about, um, you know, off a few percentages. Some days I was way off, depending on what I intake for food on that day. Um, so my nutrition over the last month has been incredible. I feel like I have more energy. I don't feel hungry when I go to bed at night. I don't feel hungry throughout the day where I feel like I have to go and grab a a snack where, you know, before I may have gone and grabbed some chips or some, you know, flavored popcorn or um, whatever's available for me to grab, you know, Cheez-Its, Pringles, whatever. Um, Whereas... I'm putting in enough food and I'm getting enough energy out of it that it's satisfying my hunger and my desire to eat more um, as the days as the day progresses. So uh, I'm very um, happy with those results over the last month. Um, and then this week, um, exercise. Um, I did six days of the DDP yoga program. So I did six 24-minute workouts uh, Sunday through Friday. Um, And I stayed within the average um, fat burn zone for those. I did notice um, in the last couple, or actually the last two sessions that I did, um, my heart rate was not staying in that fat burn zone, which brings me to um, welcoming a change in level three that's going to be introduced to me this week. So there are four levels of the Stand Strong program that I'm on. Um, I've finished program one. I'm in program two now. Program three will progress next week and then the week after or this coming week and then next week. Then the following week I will be introduced to program four and then so on and so forth. Some other programs will be introduced in where I will use the chair and some where I won't. Um, I took progress pics this week, pictures um, showing what I looked like on April 20th when I took the first photos, which again, as I said in my, in my Instagram post, those were taken one month prior to me actually beginning my journey of eating healthy and exercising regularly. So, um, that's probably when I was at my heaviest point and, and, um, at 350.5 pounds. And that's where I was on day one when I started this whole, uh, project or journey, so to speak. Um, and I saw tremendous, uh, flexibility changes. I saw my side view picture. I can definitely see the difference in my stomach and from the front, I can kind of definitely see the difference in my, my torso area, you know, and then obviously with the flexibility, you know, I had a hard time bending over, previously because of swollen joints and painful joints but over the last four weeks that has all subsided and gone away so 
definitely check out my Instagram, uh, midlife underscore runner, um, and check out those before and after pics, you know, day one to, um, today they were taken this morning and you'll be able to see the flexibility difference. Um, especially on that, that last, um, uh, the sidekick, uh, spinning sidekick photo, as they call it, where I'm standing and I'm holding my legs straight out. Um, you can definitely see the difference in the, the lack of struggle in today's photo than, than the one that was taken back when they were originally taken. Um, and then I also took my measurements at the beginning. So the measurements, I did the total, um, total number. And, you know, the, the inches are comprised of biceps, chest, waist, hips, thighs, and calves. Um, when I started, I, the total number of inches measured on those items were 301.8. Uh, currently, they are 297. So I lost a total of 3.8 inches. And it's strange because some of the areas um, I lost inches, some of the areas I gained inches. Like, for example, I gained inches in my thighs. I gained a little bit in my calves. I gained some in my um, my biceps. But I lost in my chest, hips, and waist. So it's... Certainly, um, give and take, you know, you're going to lose here and gain there. It's all going to be dependent on what, um, and how your body is affected. But I am pleasantly surprised with the results, um, on this program. So I, I can't speak, um, for anyone else and how anybody else is doing, but I'm very happy and very thrilled with what I'm seeing. Um, and I can't wait to continue this journey and, and see where I am in another four weeks when it's time to take my measurements and to um, do redo my photos. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, and now, um, from the start, when I started this program four weeks ago, I weighed 350.5 pounds. This morning, I weighed myself, and I weigh uh, 335.6 pounds. And this is where I just missed my first short-term goal. My total pounds lost uh, to date is 14.9. Uh, my first short-term goal was 15, 15 pounds. If I round it up, I've hit my goal, but for me, I'm, I'm staying true and, and I missed it, uh, but I am setting a new goal. My next short-term goal is to hit 30 pounds. Um, again, 15 pound increments seems achievable for me. It seems like something that I can tackle head on. It seems like something that I can remain accountable on. Um, definitely stay consistent and stay motivated towards reaching with the support structure that I have in place, both from the community online, my friends on my fitness pal, and then my home life. So I certainly, um, am ecstatic over the results that I've seen and it's motivating me to, I can't wait to get this, um, 
third level underway because I feel as though it's going to challenge me. It's going to help me. It's going to strengthen my body. It's going to make me more flexible. Um, And believe it or not, I I feel as though my mindset is shifted. I'm the first one to say that I was miserable. I was not a good person to be around 100% of the time. However, eating better, sleeping better, exercising has kind of changed. And I feel as though I'm not as miserable feeling and maybe as miserable outward towards those around me than I was previously. So that's also a positive that I take away from this. Um, I just want to say that it's very important for me that we as a community learn from each other. And there are a number of people that I've learned from um, over my short four weeks um, trying to uh, live a better and healthier life. Um, I plan to hopefully have one or two of them on the show as as um, guests so that I can kind of pick their brain on what they did when they hit walls or what they're doing currently to maintain after being so successful. Because I think with dialogue between those within the weight loss fitness community um, is very crucial to the success of each individual within that community. Um, So next week we're going to talk about, um, we're going to talk about my results as we typically do. And then what we're going to do is I'm going to talk about, um, Hmm. I really hadn't given a thought, um, of what, the topic would be adversity. I think what we're going to talk about is adversity next week. And um, I think that that's going to be a good key um, of how do we overcome adversity? How does adversity affect us uh, mentally and physically? So I, yeah, that's next week's episode is going to be on adversity. Um, And I want to just leave you with a quote from Jason Versey. Uh, For those of you who don't know, Jason is the author of uh, Walk with Prudence, Practical Thoughts of Wisdom for Everyday Living. Um, It's actually a book that I just ordered and I plan to uh, read through it. Um, And there's a quote um, that I saw just in the write-up of the book. It says, unforgettable, I'm sorry, uncomfortable as it may be, our adversity ultimately lights a fire and sharpens our very will to flourish. So think about that. Adversity ultimately lights the fire and sharpens our very will to flourish. And that's what we'll talk about next week. How do we take that adversity, turn it inside on ourselves, light that fire and flourish in our journeys? On that note, uh, that's going to conclude this week's episode of Better by 50. As always, I'm your host, Mike Morse, and thank you for tuning in.